Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie there, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. Hello, guys. Welcome back. Jack makes bloody happy hour. That was aggressive for no reason. I feel annoyed today. Why? Because I watched a film that was so fucking good the other night. That I'm just angry. Do you ever get what? that? No, do you ever get that where you like something so much that it just angers you? Well, because you shouldn't like it. Well, like, That's ma- how I feel about Jack. Right. Well, imagine if you saw six puppies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cuddling cute babies you'd be like oh so this is like oh what's that film not minions but the first one despicable me that kid when just like at the carnival she wins that teddy bear she goes it's so fluffy (laughs) it's like that it's like angry because it's quality yeah i'll get you now yeah i could see genuine rage in your face when you're like it's so fluffy fluffy, i want to die exactly yeah what is happening is that what she says she does she's like it's so fluffy i'm gonna die it's so fluffy i'm gonna die is she so gonna die yeah she does. Does she? What is happening? <laughs> so, you, yeah, so you feel that about what film, Jack, even though I know the answer? What we need to address from the off is that the other night, myself and Jordan went and saw Joker, the new Todd Phillips film starring Joaquin Phoenix, masterpiece. We are going to be discussing it today. Mm. In the first half of this podcast, it's going to be spoiler free. So you've got nothing to worry about. You can enjoy, you can listen at your leisure. And after the break, we will remind you. So if you do sort of like zone out a little bit when you listen to these, I can't blame you. We will come back in and let you know when the spoilers are about to begin. But until then, we're going to have a good half an hour chat about our favourite films. The joke is going to be prominent throughout that because yeah. it's already my favourite film. And mine. but um i think as you go to the cinema and you watch good films it's quite easy to get carried away and come out and be like oh that's my favorite film ever but i don't think i'm actually exaggerating here no i was thinking the whole way through like this is magnificent i don't think i've ever seen a film and by the way before we start talking about this i tweeted that this is my favorite film and so many pretentious little fucks tweeted me going oh you couldn't have seen many movies then shut the fuck up that's so funny that you said that why luke text so my friend luke for listeners who don't have a clue he is actually you probably don't know who he is jordan yeah he writes in magazines and stuff as a film critic fuck up he messaged me magazine it's like a local fucking no he's he's done he's done some in empire like he's done some big ones did he win a a competition He sent me a screenshot of Jack's tweet saying that with below it said he couldn't have seen many films there. Uh, oh, that exact oh line. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I don't like nothing against Luke, right? But I don't like film reviewers. I despise it. Like, yeah. I think it's so. I think I replied to Inaba's tweet the other day because he said I think Endgame or something has less of a rating than Ant Man and the Wasp. Obviously, mm. you don't care about Marvel, but Endgame's massive compared yeah, to the yeah. second Ant yeah. Man. But whenever you go on like something like Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. look at the audience score because that's yeah, people exactly. who are watching it, not a stupid critic who looks for every possible thing wrong yeah, in a yeah, movie. Yeah. I cannot stand the pretentiousness around film critics. And that message from Luke, that sums it up. Like, it's my opinion. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't matter if I've seen a million films or two films. Yeah. It's my favorite. I didn't say out of all of the millions of films I've ever watched, that's my yeah. favorite. Fi- I said... 
that's my favorite film of all yeah. time. It's any form of like fucking art is subjective. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine, imagine if I went. I really like steak. Oh, you can't have eaten many foods then. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> Shut up. Although you say that. You when, have... I, when I tweeted, which did very well, steak's overrated. The amount of people you obviously haven't had a good steak then. No, I've had quite a lot of steaks. I just think they're fucking overrated. Same with films, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I think this is the best film ever. Oh, you haven't watched many films? No, I have. Imagine. That... I had a fucking Odeon Limitless card, cunts. So I can fuck myself. <laughs> I think it's just anything with opinion. It's like yeah. music, oh, like absolutely anything. If I can apply this back to Joker. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is the best Joker. Okay, all of a sudden, oh, you can't say that. Heath Ledger, have you seen the film? Nah, but Heath Ledger, right? Okay, first of all, shut the fuck up and stop typing because if you haven't seen the film, yeah, you can't compare. Yeah. yeah, I get it. Heath Ledger, magnificent performance, unbelievable performance. And I thought for the longest time, no one's ever going to top him, right? But the impossible has been done, and Joaquin Phoenix, in my opinion, has done that, right? But when people just just flat out, just no, can't be, because Heath Ledger's the best. Yeah. It's like, right, he gave a magnificent performance. Yes, he did. Mm. But you are fooling yourself if two things aren't majorly in play here. One, nostalgia plays a massive part in any sort of thing like that. Mm. And also the fact that he died did elevate his status. Yeah. It did. It's just a fact. It's, yeah. a, it's definitely a fact. Well... I've got Heath Ledger tattooed on my leg playing the Joker. Yeah. I love that guy. That character is my favourite character in film ever. Like, hey, you can't have seen many films. Shut up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, you know, there'll be people listening to this going, oh, look how uncultured they are. See, yeah. they, they really haven't considered the mise-en-scene of the entire production. But then you get the complete opposite with an opinion. If you say something's bad, you'll then get like, every time I tweet about the 1975, don't know if anyone knows, I have a strong distaste for him. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly because Matt Healy's a bit of a bellend. Yeah, but a bit. Every time I tweet about it, I'll get people really angry in my replies being like, oh, how can you not like him? I was like, because I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah. I don't think I tweeted, The Joker is the greatest film of all time. I put, The Joker is my favourite film of all time. Yeah, you stated it, that it's yours. Yeah, Yeah. you can't argue with something that's so subjective. Oh, they will. They will indeed. Um, We're recording a few eps today. And this is just a little bonus, little filler one, a bit like the meal deal ones, really. Which banged. We we haven't planned this, really. I just want to talk about my favourite. I've actually got six written here my favorite six films and i'd like you two to bring your favorite films into the equation as nice. well so i'm gonna go in reverse chronological order and go through mine and then we'll go around i'm just gonna say them as we go because we walked into the studio and jack said think you're five best so i haven't really thought so yeah. when, when yeah. they come out they come out the one for me that just misses the top five is bad times at the el royale that was a cool film yeah, I don't yeah. think it got a lot of praise. I don't think it got a lot of recognition. recognition. Yeah, recognition. Have you seen it? Nope. It's got a good cast in it. It has got a good cast. Kevin, uh, Kevin Bridges. Fuck me. Kevin Bridges. There we go. Luke's going to text you. She knows nothing about me. <laughs> yeah. Jeff- yeah. Jeff- you haven't seen any. Yeah. Jeff Bridges. Jeffrey Bridges. Jeff Bridges. John yeah. Hamm is in yeah. it as well. There's a, it's, it's got yeah. a great you cast. Got, you got just to piss off your mate. You've got Thor in it. Yeah. <laughs> what is his name? Thor? Hemsworth. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> but just by calling him Thor. <laughs> yeah. This whole part is going to be spoiler free for all the films as well. It's a film. Have you heard of the plot of this? No. I, I know of the film, but I've never looked into it. It's a hotel that lies right on the border of Nevada and California. So half of the hotels in Nevada, half of the hotels in California, and it's never really used. It was really big in the 80s, but now hardly anyone goes there. It's still up and running, and it's been upkept by this kind of like shriveled young lad that runs yeah. it. When somebody comes in, you can see he's surprised that they've finally got a customer. Loads of people come in at the same time and try and book this same room out. And he's just like, oh, it's a bit strange. And they all want this one room. And the whole film is kind of like trying to trying to unravel what's in that room. What why do they want on? it? But it's got so many dark twists. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, fuck. What the hell? Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. Go on. For, I'm just thinking for anyone who is listening and wants to think what this website's going to go on. Uh, this website? This uh, <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm so confused because they're listening going, ah, oh, they're just going to talk about their favourite films. Jack's gone, let's start with one that's not in my top five and you've spoken this much about it. Oh, yeah, because that that's that's just missed my top five. Okay. That's just missed my top five. You've actually yeah. made it sound quite good. Oh, yeah. It is good. It, it is, is really very good. good. What, what do you mean? I've just made it sound quite good. It's my sick favourite movie. No, because... Of all time. I, when we've spoken about like pretentiousness and stuff, I, I'm a bit of a prick for that in yeah. the sense that if someone really big something up, I just refuse to watch it because... Oh, it's hip to be a hipster. Not, not in... 
no, 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 not for that reason. My brain cannot help but pick out things. So I'll, I'll watch something and go, oh, that scene was brilliant. And for some reason, I'll just watch it and go, it's a bit annoying that that happened, though. Like, even though I'd love to enjoy it. So mm. if no one said anything first and I watched it, I'd probably agree. But why don't you just ignore what they've said and just enjoy the movie? I haven't seen Joker yet, and I'm really worried about watching it because of both of you. So how yeah. are you going to, just for, for, for my sake, how are you going to do this podcast with us? Because you haven't seen Joker, and we're going to spoiler review. Because I'm not that fussed about it. Mad. Even less fussed now that you've bigged it up so much. Mad. Like, Stranger Things is huge. Mental. I've never gone near it because Mental. so many people have said how good it is. Mental. I think mental. <laughs> that's that's mental. That's like me. Oh no, actually, that's a weird. That's example. like me going. I cannot wait for the Champions League final. So we're going. You bigged up a bit. Yeah, the World well, Cup no. finals here. Yeah, you're sort no, of you're, going into that a bit. The you're two saying best a... teams in the world. Yeah, right. yeah but you're yeah, saying cool. it's mad that I'm not that fussed about it. That's an opinion. It's an opinion based on other people's opinion. Yeah. No, like I wasn't fussed about it before then. Like, oh, I never, well, I never went. Oh yeah, I really want to see the. Jo- I'll, I'll see it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's your opinion then. You yeah. weren't, you weren't fussed on it about no, it. Anyway. Now I'm worried because I expect but it to be incredible. If you weren't fussed about it, why would you now be worried? Because you'd have no emotion attached to it. Because there'll be disappointment now. Because I'm expecting something big. So I trust your opinion. <laughs> Did you like The Dark Knight? Yes. Did you like The Dark Knight Rises? Yeah. How much do you like that them kind of like Batman slash origin stories? I like Realism. I like the DC films when they can go dark. This is Oh, the, this this is the darkest Fuck me, does this go dark? No, here's one. Can Spoiler. you classify it as as a as a superhero movie? No. You can't, no, right? But it's no. the origin story it's of... It's a supervillain origin not a story. story. Yeah, right. he's not a supervillain though. No. So it's just if you like yeah. dark films which i do i yeah. as you know i don't like anything that's outside the realms of possibility yeah. so avengers i weren't a fan of I'll, I'll be honest i know jordan you disagree with me here because you love that kind of stuff right mm. i don't want to just i know it's closed-minded to go oh that would never happen i don't like it right but this is the way i i want to explain it right mm. for avengers because i mm. saw the first one and but before let me interrupt you you saw avengers did you watch all the films leading up to it no well, there you go. That's like, so, so for example, Infinity War and Endgame, two of the greatest films I've ever seen. Well, I saw Infinity War, didn't I? Yes, yeah. right? One of the reasons it was such a, a spectacle and such a piece of art and cinema, don't care what you fucking say, is because it's never been done before that there has been 22 films to create a universe, to create something so dense with story to have a payoff like that. Was, like, that's never been done before. There were seven that... paranormal activity films, mate. I'll have you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, it's, ne- it's never been done before. And, and that added and fleshed out those two movies and added to the payoff so much. And that's why they're so good. If you go and watch just Avengers or just Endgame, then you're missing so much. It's kind of like, I don't know, reviewing a three-course meal and you've only had like a couple of chips off of the main plate, but you're going to review the start of the main and the, and the dessert. Yeah, but I'm trying to give my opinion of it as a standalone movie. Which you right? can't. That's, that's what I mean. You can't do that. But you can. You can't. You, don't... you can't because with the MCU, it is a culmination. Yeah, yeah. So I if know. you if you review it as a standalone film, I can guarantee you anyone that made that film wouldn't give a fuck because they'd be like, well, he hasn't bothered to watch the rest of the stuff, so his his opinion is void. Yeah, I know, but this is why I don't really have an opinion. I'll make jokes about it, sure, but it's not that I don't like the movie. Yeah. Right? It's not that I don't like people that enjoy that movie. Yeah. I can obviously tell it's a cinematic masterpiece, yeah. right? But this is what I struggle to deal with, and it's not just superhero films, no. right? And I don't know why I am the way I am, right? Yeah. But when I watch something, like, for example, what was it? Green Mile, right? Yeah. Green Mile, masterpiece of a film. Right? Until... Everyone loves it, and I loved it, and I was gripped. Oh, shit, this guy's going to be electrocuted, executed for, for something he didn't do. Oh, this, uh, my heart goes out for this man. I, I, I empathise with this man. Are they, what are they? Oh, loads of, loads of black wasps coming out of his mouth. 5,000 black wasps all spawning out of his mouth. Yeah. You've lost me there. From Dusk Till Dawn, one of Quentin Tarantino's lesser-known movies, it's one of his first, isn't it? Yeah, two robbers on the run, I believe. I yeah, could be wrong. It's been a long they, time they since I've seen it. They go to a hotel that's actually full of vampires. Yeah, you lost me there. Because but that's I... mental. For some, that, I've said this to you before. That blows my fucking mind about you because you are so creative and you're very talented in like writing and all those things. Like I'm just going to quickly plug it because it's magnificent work of you uh, on my channel, Ghost Stories Episode 5, right? Spoilers, you wrote that and it's very fucking good, right? Mm. It blows my mind that in films you can't suspend your belief to enjoy it. 
it fucking blows my mind. I just can't do it. I just yeah. can't do it. Because I think there's so much room to be creative within the realms of possibility. Oh. I feel that when something's outside the realms of possibility, because it's exactly that, it then loses his creativity. Because, for example, I could write a film about a murderer and come up with all these creative, inventive ways in which this man murders this 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 other man, let's yeah. say, right? And, and, and I could, I, I believe, I could think of some some interesting new ways that could actually happen. And when the viewers resonate with that, they're like, "Oh, imagine that! That's scary because that could actually happen." As soon as you add some fiction to it, mm. it's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you can fly." I can't relate because I don't think that's creative because that's just going anything can happen. Yeah. That to me it's the same as going yeah he woke up and it was all a dream. I kind like, of agree what... to an extent. I love the MCU massively. Yeah. I have little issues with I preferred Infinity War to Endgame. Can't yeah. stand time travel. No. As soon as time travel comes in it's most I go, certainly a cop out. Cop out. And then yeah. and then in my brain I quite like the film Now You See Me the first one. My friend Luke went Magic's a cop out though, isn't it? It was all magic to explain it. And then I'm I'm going, I hate time travel, but I like the magic films. So mm. It's like there's mm. yeah. But yeah. The, but I do think like you're saying there's so many ways to be creative, but why can't you have both? Why yeah. can't you, can, you, have... you can, you can. This is what I'm saying. Like it's subjective. My opinion is not gonna be the popular opinion here. Like people love all that Marvel stuff, right? And like that's fine. Yeah, but you're, like, you're not you're not just you're not just saying for Marvel, you're literally saying fiction. You can have fiction that's realism, realistic yeah. fiction, can't you? Yeah. So, like any film that's not based on a true story is, is fiction. Is fiction. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. I but, only but... feel that way about horrors. I don't rate a horror unless it can actually happen. Like mm. paranormal activity. What shite is that? Mm. Like you're just watching someone get haunted by a ghost that's not really there. I Whereas, watched it as a comedy. I yeah, liked it as a comedy. When it's, when it's serial killers and stuff, I actually really enjoy mm. horrors. Just going back to Joker. Spoiler free still. That's why I adored this film so, so grounded so in realism. Yeah, and because it, everything you see that that what Arthur Fleck his name is, isn't mm. it? Um, anything that he does, it's so toe curlingly cringy, and it's so um, so suspenseful, mm. like and and tense. I can't get that from a Superman. I can't no, get that. Yes. But but I can I can see myself in this character's position. Mm. He's mentally ill, right? He's he's a murderer. So obviously I'm not saying that I could yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a wannabe stand-up comedian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's not very good. <laughs> so can we make an assumption? You love this film that much. If they were to make a sequel, which yeah. we can assume they won't. I hope they won't. In in the idea of bringing Batman into it because that's mm. the whole point of the Joker yeah. really yeah absolutely yeah. how would you feel about that well I like the Dark Knight and the Batman was in that Batman yeah he's got that car that can fucking fly and shit <laughs> which is a bit weird but, the, but he's ultimately he's just a billionaire in a, in a fancy suit and what I liked about the Dark Knight and Batman Begins and Dark Knight Rises because they tried to ground that in realism as well what they basically said was that Wayne Industries was manufacturing vehicles and arsenal for the army, wasn't it? So actually, his like Batmobile and things were actually just like high end right. military. That's plausible. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Apart from, all right, there's one bit I cannot fucking stand in the Dark Knight, which, by the way, is in my top three. So uh, this isn't like, oh, I hate the Dark Knight because I love the Joker. That couldn't be further from the truth. But there's, you know when, it's a fucking brilliant scene. You know when um, Heath Ledger, he's just flipped that truck and he's like, come on, hit me, hit me, hit me. Before that, when Batman is on his motorbike and he drives into the wall, up the wall, and it like flips round. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like... Yeah. Couldn't you just drifted? Like, <laughs> like, why you gotta fucking go up a wall and like that's the only bit. But other than that, it's a masterpiece. But yeah. shall we move on to our films? Yeah, I know I've got one that's definitely got to be on your list. Go on, Gone Girl. Yeah, yeah, I knew it'd be on that's your list. That's a great movie. Gone Girl was floating around the top two or three. I'd probably say the same. What Brilliant does Luke film. think about that? I think he likes it. Oh, does he? Awesome. All right, good. Good. Glad. Couldn't have seen many films then. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, it's quality. Based on true events? Kind of, yeah, I think. Um, what do you like about it? I like him. I, I like, like Ben Affleck. I like a lot of films where you don't really know what's going on and twists are massive for me, mm, especially 100%. when you mm. don't, you can't figure it out. There's mm. no way you can watch Gone Girl if you haven't read the book. Mm -hmm. Watch Gone yeah. Girl and go, ah, oh, this has happened. Yeah. It's just not possible. No. And yeah, watching the whole thing thinking, he's weird, he's weird, he's yeah. weird, mm. and then going, oh, hold on. He is mm. weird, but she's not, yeah, she's weird. She's yeah. Fuck. Like, yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, I just love that. Uh, and then there's even like a triple flip. I love when a film will flip you and then it'll flip, flip you back. back. Yeah. yeah. And then even the ending, like you're just like mm. you want to know more. The ending yeah. frustrated me a lot because, because it was like I don't want you to do this, no, no, but no. you're kind of caught between two yeah. stones. One of the biggest flips. Well, it's not really a flip, but one of these films that leave you on a bit of a did he didn't he is um oh, help me out uh, DiCaprio on the island. Set- oh, oh Shutter Island. Shutter yeah. Island. Shutter- what do you think of that? Brilliant. Can we just skip straight to the end with that one? There's a theory which I think is class. Shut, I think shut, I feel like we can say spoilers for these yeah, films. They're all so to. old. Shut yeah. Island's like 20 fucking hell, 2015, 2014. He is in the end because he goes to get be lobotomized, doesn't he? Yeah. Because the twist is he's on an island, isn't he? Yes. But as an investigator, right? As an investigator than... for a, a mental woman asylum. who's disappeared or something, isn't it? Yeah, the, on this island, it's kind of like quarantine because it's a mental asylum yeah. for the like criminally insane. And he's a detective oh. gone to find a woman. Yeah, they do quite extreme methods, don't they, uh, to, to try and fix these people. Yeah. And then it turns out that he is actually mental and the method was that he should play act, out play out one of his fantasies to try and fix him and then he relapses. Yeah. But there's a look or like a a sign that DiCaprio gives right at the end that actually he is well aware that he can't be fixed. So he has done it on purpose to be lobotomized so right. he's aware of what he's doing as opposed to that he's just fucked and going back and resetting and going back yeah. and resetting I remember it confusing me when I watched it thinking yeah but is he is he insane or have they now trapped him in there like just watching yeah. that the whole time sticking on DiCaprio and I had no idea how you'd feel about the film oh Inception Inception yeah you're at the end and you're like oh did this happen yeah. but I'm guessing yeah. you can't because it's all in dreamland I just couldn't get amongst oh, them such yeah. a good film There's, I've got one gripe with that film because it's an amazing film but there's no real setup to this technology, is it? It's just like, oh, it just this is a world where you can dream in your dreams and your dreams and your dreams. And it's yeah. just like, whoa. Yeah, that's what annoyed me. Yeah, there was no there was no real setup. Yeah. You know, that's the only thing that was a gripe. But then they got to get into the film. But then it's like three hours long. So who Yeah, knows? so with twists and turns, Gone Girl, Shutter Island, both very good films. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other things where there's been big twists. Sixth Sense. Like the most iconic one. I've never seen it, but I get, I know. Yeah, but you, probably, brilliant. you probably wouldn't like it. Yeah, it's a ghost. Shame. Yeah, I know. I'm going to contradict everything I've ever said, though, because I quite like Spider Man. The thing is, oh, no, I can't do it because it's a spoiler for Joker. Which, do it in the which Spider Man do you like? I liked the Amazing Spider Man 2. That's like that, the most panned yeah. Spider Man. <laughs> I didn't mind it. I didn't mind is it. Is that but... the one with um, Reese? Jamie Foxx. What? Jamie Foxx is Electro. Yeah. No, that's not my one. He's the blue say. guy. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. The one I was where, gonna say, what where, the where, fuck? Where the Welsh Suspends belief. Where the Welsh guy, Reese. Oh, what's his name? He plays the lizard man. Amazing Spider Man one. Is that what what do people think of that? That's a bit <laughs> people like it a bit more. Oh, that's all right then. I think a lot of <laughs> people's issue with Spider Man is with like Marvel films, if the actor's not right straight away, they kind of down it. Andrew Garfield's way too cool. Like, yeah. he was the gorgeous guy at school and he's meant yeah. to be this nerd. And it's like, every girl there would want him. Yeah. And he walks into school like, oh, no one wants to be my friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. nah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But yeah, I think Tom Holland smashed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another film on my list is Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah, I watched that the other day. That was good. I haven't mm. seen it. There's one bit I was just like, well, I was watching it with you, weren't I? Yeah, it's fairly new, though, so I don't know if we should spoil that uh, one. Yeah. I remember you texted me when you'd seen it and said it was really good. Yeah, it's got my favourite um, favorite actor in it. Don't know his name, dear. I forgot. It's literally. Sam, oh, no. <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam Rockwell. There we oh, Sam yeah. Rockwell. That, that yeah. Moon. Actor. Great movie, Moon. Yeah, Moon's good. He's also really, really good in Seven Psychopaths. I don't oh, know if I've said this film. on the pod before, but I know I've spoken to you boys about it. This is my thing, right, that film critics might have a go at me for. Fuck him! You can tell I've got a gripe with him, can't you? Seven Psychopaths is a comedy. Yeah. Woody Harrelson, Sam Rockwell, the other guy, Christopher Walken. (laughs) You are good with actors. Um, I'm getting there. Seven Psychopaths, brilliant film. Yeah. If that film wasn't a comedy, it would have cleaned up on awards. Because I think the comedy aspect takes a lot out of a film. Yeah, they could have made that same film dark and it would have done very well. When you look at the plot line, because the plot of the film is that, have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. Colin Farrell is a a writer 
who's trying to write a movie and as he's writing the movie it's playing out yeah he's got this crazy friend that wants him to add all these certain scenes and he's like no it'll never work it'll never work and he's like there's got to be a fucking shootout there's got to be a shootout in the desert and it happens as he's writing the film like it's out playing yeah. and it's not done in a cheesy way like and then a bird stole a chip and then a bird comes down yeah. and stole the chip like it's all so natural yeah. How it's, it yeah, it's him making those things happen yeah. because he is the mental one the whole time yeah he's the author of his own film that he's in so yeah, it's very meta there's so many scenes that could just be really dark when Walken's character when you find out who he is and how he came to be with yeah. wearing a scarf on his neck constantly and like stuff like that yeah I remember watching that thinking oh that's that's fucked yeah but the, then yeah then like the, the comedy waker. comes in and it's like oh okay then yeah. it's fine again Sam Rockwell he's the majority of the comedy in that film but you know when um, the guy goes in spoiler the guy goes in and kills Christopher Walken's wife yeah mm. and he comes out and he sat opposite Woody Harrelson Woody Harrelson's the one who's just done the murder and he's got that slice across his neck and he's got that cravat yeah and he's just looking at the man that's just murdered his wife but he can't give away the fact that he knows who he is yeah. and it's so chilling. I do think if that film wasn't a comedy, it would have cleaned up. The director of that film is actually a good director. He did In Bruges as well, which is that also That is a great film. Same director. Colin Farrell. Yeah. And the other Irish guy. And uh, Ralph, Ralph... I never know how to pronounce his surname. Guy who's Voldemort. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But my sister served him in the Apple Store. No way. Yeah, served him in the Apple Store once. There's that scene in In Bruges where Ralph, Ralph Fiennes is on the phone. And his and his wife is like, "You're talking to a fucking inanimate." He's like, "You're a fucking inanimate object." He's <laughs> like, "Jesus Christ!" Oh, Martin McDonough, McDonough? I don't know. <laughs> we'll go over for a break, and when we come back, <laughs> we'll um, research the directors. <laughs> we'll be talking about some of our other favourite films. You need to both chirp in with some of yours. Yeah. And after the break, we will be talking about spoilers of the new Joker movie. So you might want to just stop listening to the podcast now and come back for the second half an hour once you've watched it. And if you haven't seen it, go fucking watch it. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss. The lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision. Every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Jack Makes Happy Hour. This is the episode in which we talk about films. I'm going to tell you one last time. This next half is going to be Joker spoiler ridden. What's your favorite scene? It's fucking iconic. Mm. So basically, let me just go through the process, if I may, mm. right? So Joaquin Phoenix's Joker makeup and thing was revealed. I weren't that blown away. I was like, okay, that's a different take. I respect that. But I didn't really like Jared Leto's one. Oh, his was wank. Shit, that's wasn't it? Not, I wouldn't even, I, I feel like you've actually muddied this conversation. So, <laughs> but like, yeah, I know what you're no, saying. I know, so I when know. I saw the Joaquin Phoenix, I was the same. I was a bit underwhelmed, but I was yeah, glad they I were going back to I that. I think that's a great way to say it's underwhelmed, right? But I have to say, as the film went on, it grew on me incredibly. And then, near the end, he's pulled from the wreckage of a car and uh, he's placed on a bonnet with lots of rioters and people who follow him surrounding him and he comes round and he wakes up and he's got loads of blood in his mouth he comes up and does like this celebratory dance and he puts his two two fingers from each hand in his mouth and he pulls the blood across and mm. you're like oh fuck that is his look that is what his joker look is yeah. and it is just the way oh my god and the cinematography on that oh, it's fucking magnificent it gives you chills I, okay, I got goosebumps I was yeah. like fuck there it is yeah. like, it's quality that they air quotes revealed the look of the Joker. They didn't because his makeup isn't complete until he pulls the blood across his mouth. And yeah. it's like, 
fuck. Yeah, it was fucking beautiful. That, that when I saw, oh, mate. That, I've, I've never, ever, ever seen a film where every scene grips me so much. Like, it literally gripped me from start to finish. So for the first part, he's he's he doesn't kill anyone, really. He doesn't no. hurt anyone. He's getting trod on. He's a guy that's mentally ill, and um, society pushes him aside and yeah. steps all over him and gives him shit. And then... What I really like about this depiction of the Joker is he has a mental illness, which I didn't even know existed, where he laughs at inappropriate times. He can't help it. Mm. Like Tourette's. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. but yeah. with laughing. And, and he has this card that co- yeah. covers his mouth, doesn't yeah. he? Because he and, doesn't want to laugh. And he really tries to stop himself. That's one of my favourite elements of his laugh, actually, is when he is it's fucking brilliant. Apparently, Joaquin Phoenix spent weeks around people with this condition. Mm. And he laughs, he can't help it. And then when he tries to stop himself, he's like... <laughs> Like yeah, it's, it's quite yeah, it's quite yeah. horrible. And he has this little card, doesn't he, that says, "I'm I'm so sorry, I have a mental condition, and please turn over." And then it explains it. Yeah, and I was like, that is so fucking cool. I love the moment he transitions. Right, so he's getting this shit. He has the worst day ever. Yeah, and he's getting shit, and he's getting shit, and he's taking it. He's taking it. He's taking it. He's he's struggling in his own mind. There's a lot of political points to this film. There's a lot of like social looks at like yeah, like, like the rich elite shitting on the little guy and yeah, all the rest of it, and, yeah. and and just the way society treats people with uh, mental health. Yeah. What I'd like to do um, is not shy away from that fact, but I'd like yeah. to avoid it today because right, I okay. just want to take it for the film for what it okay, is. Yeah. I don't want to go into like is the rights and wrongs. There's been a, b- a lot of backlash about the yeah. Joker. I get where you're coming from. It's not a discussion we're going to have on this podcast no, okay, today. That's fair. But I think. The moment he switches yes. when he first kills someone, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and he goes into the bathroom stall oh, after. That's my second favorite scene. And he does that dance, and you can see in his head he's got a rush from that. Yeah, that's where he changes, and then seemingly he goes back and with the woman, yes. and then he's like, "Mr. Fucking Cool." Yeah, all of a yeah, sudden. yeah, like, yeah. But my favorite scene in the whole film, it's like he's found himself, isn't it? In yeah, that moment. exactly yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's become. Joker yeah. then yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But um I'm actually not gonna give it away because I want Stevie to experience that. But that he does something cool in the film, something mm. big, mm. and then he ends up on the steps. Yeah. And he's in that red suit. Yeah. And I was like, this and the is music, the music. score yeah, is the score, fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. That moment where he is on the steps, I think they've used it for one of the posters. He's like in a red yeah, suit he's and like he's dancing like, down the stairs. That is the coolest fucking scene <laughs> I've ever seen. And the reason I said yeah. I didn't want to speak about mental health is because you know you're going to get people going, how can you find a murderous blah, blah, blah character cool? Yeah. I do, <laughs> because yeah. he's not real. This yeah, is Joaquin this Phoenix is... and some makeup cunt. Yeah, That's based why on like... a comic yeah. book yeah. character. I also think, and I said this to you, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is a phenomenal actor anyway. Mm. I genuinely believe when everything's said and done, this performance is what will define his career. Yeah. Most definitely. That is definitely maybe, as Robbie <laughs> Knox would say. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. Such a physical performance. He had to lose loads of weight for oh, it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. But did you know, I read an interview yesterday with the lady that plays his love interest in the film, yeah. whose name escapes me. She's, she's in Deadpool she's like 2. A, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She, she plays um, Domino, and I think her name's Domino, something like that in Deadpool 2. Yeah, she, um, she said in, in an interview that because he became so skinny and mm. he had to basically starve himself to, yeah. to become that, skinny they couldn't redo scenes later oh, on right, yeah, yeah, so no reshoots. they had to fucking nail the scenes wow. um, oh my god did they yeah uh, but a lot of the scenes i believe i read this a lot of the scenes the dialogue was a bit improvised it wasn't improvised so to speak the cameras on then they do it they would meet up in the day mm. and they would go through lots of different variations yeah. and then when they found one they would just repeat it and repeat it yeah and then when the camera went on but that was a good twist as well. We don't need to give it away. No. But, but that the twist with Brilliant. the love interest was Brilliant. good. You don't see it coming. No. And it is there in your face. Yeah. And there's another twist that I was just like, the fact they've gone there. What well, is this? The Batman connection? Yeah. I thought, right, this is obviously it's based on the comic books and stuff. But obviously this Can I just is ask, like their sorry, depiction. But I know where you're going with this. And I want to ask before you explain it. Yeah. Did you, at some point, as somebody who knows the films and stuff, mm. wonder where the Batman connection was going to come? Did you think there had to be a Batman connection, or did you just think it was going to be a completely standalone story of no reference to Batman? Because I'd seen the trailer and knew that Thomas Wayne was going to play such a big part, mm. I thought, well, that's Batman's dad, so yeah. so there is going to be a connection there. But I didn't think that they were going to interweave it as much as they did. And there is a twist where it is alluded to that that actually... Uh, Joker is the half brother of Batman, and I'm. I was just like, that's different. That is yeah. fucking bold. Yeah. That is absolutely bold. And the thing is, 
it just adds such a dimension because I know like obviously Batman's thing, if you ignore the Ben Affleck rendition, Batman's thing is that he doesn't kill people and things like that. You know, that he's, he, he never crosses that line. And like Joker is always the, his antip, antip, it's a word you like, antip, antithesis, and, uh, antipathis. The antithesis. Antithesis. That was really of fun him. <laughs> That was a struggle. Yeah. That was a struggle. And, and it's almost like it would complete Joker for, for Batman the... to actually finally end him. And if Joker, if it turns out that Joker is his half brother, then that is like, it's amazing that they have that dynamic of, they are the opposite of each other. He is the ultimate antagonist to Batman. And if they are like half of the same person, mm. essentially, I was just like, that is so fucking bold. A lot of people are going to fucking hate that. But I right now fucking love that they've mm. done that. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, it was just that was just a twist where I was just like, whoa. There. I, I've been to see four films recently. The first one I saw was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is Quentin Tarantino's new one. Yeah. And um, I pretentiously tried to like it yeah so i was watching it because i love tarantino i think like i love the gore and everything he he brings to the cinema i love i watched it and i was like i'm not enjoying it i'm not enjoying it or are you enjoying it like you're, try- yeah, I'm you're trying, trying to, to fucking enjoy yourself, it. yeah this is a spoiler the whole film you haven't seen it have you no the whole film is brad pitt plays the body the the stunt double to to Leonardo DiCaprio Leonardo DiCaprio is a massively famous movie star that's lost his peak now and he's no one really gives a shit about him mm. he's still got all the money lives in the hills next to Sharon Tate I think mm. it was Sharon Tate who's played by Margot Robbie DiCaprio's getting depressed because he's only getting shit roles and stuff like that now and it's boring it's long-winded Every scene drags on, beautifully shot, as you can imagine yeah. any film by Tarantino is going to be, because he's a perfectionist when it comes yeah. to that. But it, there's so little plot in it, it's unreal. Then, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a bit like from Dust Till Dawn, Brad Pitt, who is the standout actor in that film, he stumbles across a trailer park, and it turns out that all the weird people in the trailer park are actually Charles Manson's children. Like, you know how he had the children yeah, in yeah, quotations? Yeah. Like, yeah. The, he was that famous murderer, cult leader. Yeah. And then it's like, holy shit, this is about Charles Manson. And then it all gets a bit weird, but it doesn't get weird enough. It's yeah. like, he goes to explore, and then, oh, it's back to DiCaprio crying because he can't get a job. But that's, right? a, uh, that's a true story, isn't it? It's a true so story. So they can't choose to make it weirder. So, no, nah, so, no, they, no. They so. amended it, much like in Inglorious Bastards, where he amended the death of Hitler. Yeah, Tarantino, what he does, which until someone pointed it out to me, I didn't put two and two together, he amends history. So, like Jordan just said, in Inglorious, he, he, he's he, shot in a theatre, isn't he? The different way yeah. he kills Hitler. In Django, it's about a black man overturning the whole fucking hierarchy of the slavery mm. and slave trade and stuff. Yeah. And then in this one, Sharon Tate was famously murdered in the Hollywood Hills by some of Manson's children who go pig hunting, which yeah. is to kill like people who are pretentious and rich and stuff. Yeah. And she was denied a normal life. That's what Tarantino says. So in this film, he gives her a normal life. So Margot Robbie has very little to do. She doesn't do anything. Like She just doesn't. I can understand the backlash from, oh, she's a female, she's not been given many lines. That's bollocks, because Quentin Tarantino wrote Kill Bill, for fuck's sake. Yeah. But... um. Charles Manson's children go to the hills. Mm. When you know the story of Sharon Tate, you're like, Sharon Tate's now going to get murdered. What the fuck? This is mental. But it all kicks off in a different house. So Sharon Tate survives. There's one good scene in it. You know how Tarantino kind of like, I think recently, especially with Hateful Eight, it seems like he makes a brilliant, he makes an okay film. Yeah, and then at I the end... I weren't a fan of Hateful Eight, I have no, to say. Yeah, no, I wasn't either. But he makes a film and then at the end he'll go, oh, fuck, I'm Tarantino. Let's <laughs> add some blood and shit. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. what he does in this one. At the start of the film, you see, the. this is in the new one, Hollywood, you see um, DiCaprio, it goes through like his movies that he's done. Mm. This is another thing as well, quickly. He gets famous movies like yeah, superimposed. Um, and superimposed DiCaprio in it. them. Yeah, oh, that's funny. But there's a, there's a scene where um, DiCaprio's killing all these Nazis with a flamethrower and he yeah. goes, how do you like fried sauerkraut? Like that. And it's proper cool. Mm. And then at the end of the movie, when the Charles Manson's children come, he's like, all fucked because there's been a big fucking punch up and all this and then he remembers he's still got the flamethrower so he goes into the shed <laughs> comes out he just sets them all on fire and that was the one bit where it was like I enjoyed that minute <laughs> that minute of a three good. hour film yeah the reason I went on that spiel is because I've seen that then I went and saw It too. 
Yeah, you didn't like that, did you? I fucking hated it. Why uh, did you hate it? I have to say, you were very um, unsettled. <laughs> I was sat next to you, and uh, it was fine. It was. It didn't annoy me, but you did fidget a fucking lot. Did I? <laughs> yes, mate. I was I, like, it's just in my peripheral, just like you just moving around that. It's like, yeah. Oh, that's because uh, I'd fall. <laughs> I went to sleep. So, uh, so like oh. one moment I was like leaning on Fiona, then I was trying to get um, trying to get myself set. I, I was also in a lot of pain because I think we'd been to the gym. Yeah. And so my legs were hurt. You hated it as a film, or because it was boring, or because it was a B- horror. Boring. I should have okay. known because I didn't like it one. <laughs> yeah. Glad you so went. I, then. I really yeah. liked it one, and because I liked it one so much, I was really dis- really disappointed with it too. Yeah, I thought it completely missed the mark. Again, with the whole thing I was talking about at the start, I won't bore you with it again. But if he was just a murderer. The, like yeah, a John yeah, Wayne Gacy, yeah, yeah. I would have enjoyed it. I would have enjoyed yeah. it. Then, more recently, a few days before I saw Joker, I saw Ad Astra. Ad Astra with Brad Pitt, which yeah. is the film in which he plays a spaceman who goes out to Mars and whatnot. Didn't hate it. Didn't like it. Very, okay. very drawn out film. Yeah, and I kind of like drawn out films. Mm. I'm a big fan it's of a, dialogue. It's most definitely a slow burner. There's no dialogue. Do you think? Yeah, it's, yeah. Do it's you think narration. by going to the cinema? a few times in a row and heavily disliking the film has made you like Joker even more. She's no. suddenly gone in and gone, wow. No, no, because I get what you're saying. As much as I disagree with like people hyping it up can only let you down. I do yeah. get that. Like I do. If somebody hypes something up so much and you allow yourself to be carried away, when you go in, your expectations are never going to be met, right? Yeah. I was a bit worried about that. I like, was, because yeah. you look at the billboards and there's five stars across the board. And I said on the way out, I was I was so fucking worried that this was going to just go underneath my expectation and it just blew them out of the fucking water. And I had this film up there. Yeah, sort of like well, you the, made a good point because you said about, that was exactly what I was thinking as well. And it goes back to the film critic thing. Because it was given all these good reviews, I was worried it was going to be arty. And I was like, I can't be dealing with an arty film. Like, you know, there'll be a film critic out there that goes, a Serbian film is actually arty and it's beautiful. And it's like, shut up, mate. Who are you trying to impress? A Serbian film is in my top five. No, it's not. not I have seen it twice. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I've seen enough of it to know that it's fucking shit. Yes. It's shit. Like, I don't care about the, there's actually a deep message. And oh, shut Oh, there's no, there's no mess. It's just what can we make? Yeah. How can we make How the most fucked up film people? ever? Yeah, it's yeah. the honestly watch like it every minute of it. You're like, what? So, so yeah, Ad Astra, and then obviously Joker, which fucking and absolutely it was incredible. phenomenal. It's just, there's, absolutely, there's, there's no way you incredible. can you can dislike it. A little bit I want to put, pick out of the film is I love when he writes down on the bit of paper the worst thing about having a mental illness is that people expect you to act like you don't. Yeah, that was so poignant. Yeah, that was so good. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've just realised how different our films have been lately. I've been to the cinema to watch Aladdin, (laughs) The Lion King. Fucking (laughs) panto season. I like Disney. I went and saw Midsummer. See, I I really want to see that. Fuck me, it was dreadful. Was it honestly one of the worst films I've ever watched? Really? Have you seen Hereditary? His, no. his previous film. No. But that was really good. I did see a thing afterwards about the director having an issue with just wanting to smash people's faces in. Oh, yeah. It's there's, very graphic. There's one good scene in the whole film, mm. and I don't care about spoilers. It's point, do you care? I'm never I, gonna, I'm I, I do. Okay, uh, well, on this film, this is the one film, purely because Hereditary, which is the guy, the director's previous film, I think is one of the best horror films I've ever seen. I don't know why I haven't seen Midsummer at the cinema. So, in regards to it being a horror... Yeah, I laughed more than anything. Right, like, genuine laughter. It's one of those which has a whole deep message behind it. You finish yeah. it, and it's a whole thing on mental health. I'll say the start because it's not really a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's a big thing for the film, but it literally starts with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
her sister's got really bad depression yeah. and her sister kills herself mm. but also kills her mum and dad at the same time. Know. They brush over it. It happens right. in the first couple of minutes. She's crying loads. She goes quite depressed and then her boyfriend's like, I'm going to Sweden with my mates and she's like, you're going to invite me? He wants to break up with her. He's like, yeah. So they all go to Sweden. Right. Never mentions the family right. again, really. I find yeah. it weird when films kind of forget that they've done something. The biggest thing as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then after that, it's slow. Every scene's a bit uncomfortable. And it's like, are they purposefully uncomfortable? Yeah. Or is it just really bad writing? I do yeah. like being made to um, feel uncomfortable when no, but, watching no, the but film. No, but uncomfortable in the sense that they'll just have a conversation that's just like, no one will talk for a second. I go, yeah, so what have you been up to? Like, oh. All right. None of them like each other, really. And right. there's something weird about it. Don't spoil it, but I have heard, isn't there a really fucking weird sex scene in it? That's what I was cracking up at. Yeah. So they're doing drugs and stuff because they're at a yeah. festival. It's not really a festival. It's a weird Swedish Don't do drugs tradition. Festivals, kids. But, they're, but they're like doing weird drugs that like make them hallucinate well, and stuff. Yeah. And the guy, the main girl's boyfriend is really drugged up and they kind of make her have sex with one, him have sex with one of the main Swedish girls nice. to impregnate her because it's part of their tradition. She needs to be impregnated. What is it? Is this by... Midsummer? Yeah. That's what... Mental. It doesn't sound, that film sounds like it's going to be like a rom-com. Sorry, no. Hugh Grant. No, but the sex scene, he goes into this room all drugged up. Um, they make him get naked. He starts having sex with her. He's obviously enjoying it, but like, he's still like, what is going on looking around me? She's laying on the floor in like a bed of flowers there's every, all the other women at the camp are just around them, naked, chanting, but they're all just like dancing really slowly. And then, so, like one of the like when I say women, I mean like the the old women. Like they're, they're not like loads of attractive people. It's just oh, like you lost me there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but then one of like the the bigger ladies comes down and starts pushing his bum to make him start having sex oh, with her nice. more. Yeah. Um, and then like one of the other ones comes and kisses him. Oh, and then and then bang. he finishes. He he comes in her and then they like lift their legs up. It's like, oh, God, make sure that, make sure she gets pregnant. And you're watching the whole thing. You go, what is going on? This is mental. Like, it's so, so bad. How much do you see? You see it all. Oh, yeah. Um, you see vagina. You see his penis. Like, yeah. No. Because yeah, he runs out afterwards. and He's just completely naked because he's realized like what is going on. Mad. It's such a stupid film. There were four of us in the cinema. The two guys behind me were just cracking up. Really? really? Halfway through the film, a guy walks in and just sits at the front and watches the rest. <laughs> I genuine, genuinely, for a second, my mind went, is he going to do something to like oh. four of us in here? Because this this is not a film you walk in halfway through. He'd have no idea what was going on. He walked yeah. in after one of the biggest scenes and I was like, none of this is going to make sense to him. And he's just sat right at the front so we have to go past him on the stairs. And we were just like, what the fuck is happening? After watching this weird scene, because right after the only good scene in the film, we're like, all right. Weird. And then I walked out and I was sat waiting on the chairs and these two boys come out and went, is it weird that the scariest part of that film was the random guy coming in and watching it? That was, that's amazing. Quality. Yeah. Oh. I can't stress enough. If anyone's seen that film, please don't like it. It's dreadful. I'll, yeah. I'll give it a watch and I'll let you know. It is bad. One thing I want to talk about, because oh. um, we've been very, very complimentary of the, of Joker. Yeah. I have to keep... I keep going and to young say. Joaquin. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to run two things past you. Right. You know I love it. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Oh, I hate it when you do this. Why? Now I'm joking. Go on. <laughs> um, Go on, you snowflake. No, no. I'm going <laughs> to... I want to run two scenes past you. Yeah. And see... If you can make them make sense. Right, okay, go, go, go. I'm going to try and be vague. Mm. So, Stevie, I don't want to ruin it for him, but the chat show. Yeah. Right? Why is he allowed to talk so much before the police just storm him? Why is he allowed? I thought to... it was brilliant. Why is he allowed? In I a thought real it world? Was brilliant. Yes, and this is exactly why I thought it was brilliant because I thought, okay, so he's just, sorry, Stevie. So he's just gone on the show. Yeah, don't say what he does. Though, <laughs> okay, but... well, he's done what he's, yeah. he does. Yeah. The host is stalling because you've got a fucking crowd full of people and all the production, and you've got a fucking psychopath sat on the on the on the chair, and it, rather than freaking out, he's continuing the dialogue to stall him for when the police can get here and sort it out. That's exactly what I thought, and I thought that's fucking brilliant and very brave and bold of the host. And also, when he when he reaches for the thing, though, surely they would they would they someone who. But it's America. Wouldn't there be a security there? If it's like the yeah, David nice. Letterman show. Yeah, you'd expect. Yeah. But, De Niro. But, yeah. yeah, but I couldn't really pick out the era, could you? 1981. 
Oh, how do you know that? That was the year because I was confused by the film because there was no internet and there was no mobiles. Yeah. Because, you know, when they keep going on about that famous clip that they shared? Yeah. I was like, I wonder how they explain how everyone saw it because there's no viral yeah, yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't work it out. And then he goes in a phone box and I was like, I've not seen a mobile. This yeah. is weird. So I, I actively looked oh, up when so it was yeah, set. Was that, security as intense yeah, back then? Yeah. People would have been allowed to smoke in the buildings. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Two more things as well, and I'm happy to take that. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just that, that, that was my thought process yeah. anyway. They were just the only moments where I was like, I, mm, so not the other one. sure. There's there's two little ones, right? Little disclaimer: I'm not trying to justify any killing. It's a fictional piece, but in the movie, yeah, everyone he kills, yeah, there's kind of a reason for it, a justification yeah. for it in yeah. some weird, twisted way. Yeah, you know the one person there's not justification for. Why does that happen? Two things. You don't know if he did or not. Don't know if he did or not. Yeah. Second of all, this person yeah. earlier in the film, and it is just before the scene you're on about happens, it is brought back up, implies she... oh, that they right. would want their, their brains blown out. So there is a potential that he feels like mm. that's this justified. Is the vaguest conversation. Yeah, but anyone that's watched the movie will know what we're talking about. I'm yeah. so and, confused. And based on that same character. Yeah. Oh, you've kind of answered both of them points then. Let's assume he did. Yeah. Because you know when he goes back to the flat after, yeah. you hear a lot of police sirens. Yeah. And there's flashing through the window, isn't it? But right? but everything's, it kick, everything's kicking off at that point. Oh, yeah, true. Because I was going to say, there's... There, there's the riots going on, isn't yeah. there? I was thinking, everywhere this man goes, he leaves a trail of murder behind. Yeah. The, these police officers would have just come down on him quicker. But I yeah. get, I get. yeah, it is... That, but also, can I just say... It's maybe like it more, actually. Because, abs- absolutely. Yeah. And i tell you what I liked, was when he does the first killings, which kind of sets him on this path, it's entirely in self-defence. Yeah. So it's not like he's just a cunt and he just wants to kill people. These, mm. these guys are fucking beating the absolute shit out of him. He happens to have a gun on him and it'll... Yeah. But uh, it's fucking brilliant. Ev- and that sets everything in motion. Yeah. The dance scenes alone... Oh, right. The thing is, in his head, he wants to be a successful comedian and he looks up to De Niro's character. And De Niro, on his talk show, in his intro, he does this thing with his arms where he like does like a, almost like a... It's almost like a curtsy. And so he takes that and he wants to try and emulate that. And that's See, his whole thing. I didn't even put two and two together. Yeah. And it's made me like it even more. <laughs> you need to watch thing. it again. Yeah. I, I'm going tonight. Oh, really? Yeah we're, yeah, we're literally going tonight. And and this is another thing I want to say uh, while I'm just fucking gushing over this film. Oh, it's incredible. Um, I, even on the best films, like I can watch the same film back and yeah. enjoy it. Like I've watched Django probably eight, nine times. But. I'm not excited to watch it back. Mm. Like, I went and watched The Dark Knight a few times at the cinema. The second time I went, I was like, yeah, I'm kind yeah. of enjoying it, but I'm not excited. I am super excited to watch this watch film again. again. I don't know if you were joking the other night. After we watched it, we went back, and it was a few hours later, and you were like, I could actually go back and watch that again right now. I genuinely could have done. I could have done. I could, I have, watched gen- I could, have, yeah. I could have watched it back to back. As the, trailer, as, the, as the credits come up, <laughs> I would have happily seen Joker come back on the screen and watch it mm. again, yeah. without a doubt. Fucking phenomenal. That was a nice little subtle touch as well. When Joker, when it comes up the title at the mm. start, how obnoxiously big it is. Yes. Yeah, I was I was looking at the, the typeface of it and it covers the entire screen. Yeah. I was like, I've never seen that before. Yeah. And that is in your face. And that in in a way in a way is kind of like this film's gonna be fucking heavy. Yeah. Like, this is in yeah. your fucking face. And, it, and, like, it, and it, I won't like I say we're not gonna get into the mental health side. Mm. Um but it does it does not shy away from some of the things that it touches upon mm, it, no. it's not fucking scared yeah you know it's fucking brilliant yeah when i found out again i'm not a movie critic but i'm glad i said this you know when you say something you're like i'm quite proud i said that. yeah i have always been a massive fan of the hangover films right yeah the first one i was gonna and, say uh, films yeah yeah the third <laughs> yeah. one was dire right the second one was okay it just got progressively shitter right? yeah they should have left the first hangover film as a standalone yeah they didn't right? need yeah. more I, i've always said it was it's fucking so brilliant like that film is so good it's taken away again it's this comedy thing it takes away some some yeah. elements of it and because of that i searched up who that was by that was by a guy called todd phillips he done due date yeah i watched due date i thought that's fucking good as well right yeah. and not even from the comedy aspect because if you think of like 
not so much hangover in the last hangover there's the nostalgia because you've watched these men go on the journey but in due date there's quite a lot of heartful moments yeah. as well yeah. where where you notice that this guy um ethan tremblay who's zach galifianakis he just wants to be loved i know um todd probably doesn't write the films but mm. he's so good at capturing that emotion yeah when i found out he was directing joker i was a bit like wow like this film is bound to be good because it's him but it's bound to be funny yeah it's the darkest no, it's film. It's not funny. Yeah. It didn't need to be funny. No. And I'm a fan of comedy, as we know, but it, it didn't need it. Before we move on, I want to hear what your favourite films are. Yes. Jordan? Uh, okay, so top film is Joker. Tied at number two. And this is probably where like people will be like, who the fuck is this guy? But it's just my opinion, right? When people ask me before the Joker um, what my favourite film is, I'd always pick and choose between these two. Uh, the Dark Knight. Because I think it is is fucking brilliant, right? <laughs> and super bad. Yeah, I love that film. That's a, a strange. Yeah, I know, very strange, very strange. Yeah, but, but I fucking love that film. You can enjoy films for different reasons. Absolutely. Yeah. First yeah. of all, it's similar to the In Betweeners. Similar to the, to the In Betweeners, why I love the In Betweeners so much, and why I love Super Bad so much. When they came out, I was their age. Yeah. It couldn't have been more relatable. Mm. And um, and yes, yeah, so Super Bad's up there. Shawshank Redemption, phenomenal film. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to leave it there because I don't really have a fifth. So you got Joker number one, Super Bad, Dark Knight, Interchangeable, and then Shawshank Redemption. Fair, not yeah. bad, Stevie. Yeah. Already mentioned Gone Girl, yeah. great film. It's up there for me. Yeah. I really like The Prestige. That's a great film. Which is another. It's a bit of a stretch. I think you'd like The Prestige to a point. Yeah, there's yeah. there's one thing that you'll hate about it. Yeah. Um, really good film though. Massive that's, twist. That's. Um, is that about an island? No. No, oh, it's about it's two magicians. Two magicians, well, illusionists. Yeah. They're not yeah. actually magicians who are kind of constantly fighting each other to see who's the best. Is there time travel in it? No. Nicholas Tesla. Yeah, Tesla's in it. played by David Bowie in the film. Oh, yeah, wow. so yeah. really it's, cool. Well, it's but sex. he does something that it's can't Chris, actually happen in real Christopher life. Christopher Nolan directed. Yeah. 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 Br- brilliant film. Really yeah. good film. Uh, yeah. One of my favourites. But yeah, there's one thing that you won't like, and it's that Tesla creates a machine that can um, duplicate things, clone things, uh, anything. Right. People, animals. Yeah, so that that's the one thing. But other than that, mm. the twist that comes in right at the end, you just couldn't guess. Yeah. Like so brilliant. that's one of those brilliant, films. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant film. Laura Biden Citizen. Yeah. Film. One of the film. most harrowing openings to a film I've ever seen, but sets the tone perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's definitely up there for me. Quality. Rate it. I have an issue with the hangover films, is that I'd never watched it mm. until I went to watch Hangover Two. I didn't start with Hangover 2. I watched Hangover 1. Yeah. Credits rolled. We need to get to the cinema to watch number two. I oh. felt like I watched the same film twice in a row. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. So since then, I've just yeah. been like... It is. It is yeah. the same film. So that, that yeah. kind of ruined it for me. And then they tried to make three different, and it just didn't work. Yeah. No. Django. Big fan of Django. Yeah. Film. And then, strangely enough, one you won't like, the first Iron Man, the one that got the ball rolling. Oh, yeah. No, I watched that, movie. obviously, when I was like yeah. 15. So. Yeah. That was like, like yes, this yeah, is so. Yeah, yeah. Since then, Iron Man was like my no, favorite cool. superhero. And that's then... cool. And obviously, yeah. just uh, I would just quickly throw in for me, Infinity War and Endgame are are up there. Yeah, most definitely. But yeah, I've got to give a little mention. I can't let this podcast finish without talking about A Star Is Born. <laughs> <laughs> in the shallow, oh. shallow. That's Quality. beautiful. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You I, seen I, it, have you? No, still I, not. I, I, I don't quite liked it. Yeah, quite like. I'm it. saying that as someone who likes The Greatest Showman, though, so I can't say much. Greatest Showman's I? wonderful. Les Miserables, fantastic film. Not Hugh Jackman. Let's just go into our musicals now. Yeah. Um, High School Musical one, brilliant film. One, you're only allowed one oh. shit film that you love, but you that know it's shit. Love. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? Little mention the Paranormal Activity. If you watch it as a comedy and not a horror, it's good. And don't mention anything Will Ferrell's done. It is shit. It's the. But it's quality. It's so cheesy. You ever seen? You probably haven't. You ever seen Starship Troopers? No. no. The sci-fi film. Oh, oh. mate, it's class. I hate sci-fi. It's so no, no, but it's so self-aware and cheesy. Right. Oh, it's mm. fucking brilliant. Honestly, I quite like purposefully shit films occasionally because you watch them just cracking up. Well, like yeah. Sharknado. Maybe not Sharknado. <laughs> Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Oh my god! Sci-Fi Channel special. That and Birdemic. If, if anyone gets a chance, go on YouTube and search trailer for Birdemic. 
you will see the worst computer graphics you'll ever see. And it's while you're there, photos of birds. While, <laughs> yeah, while you're there, I know which one you mean. I've said it. While you're there, also there's a horror film based on a haunted tire. Wow, that sounds that shit. kills people. It's also a horror film based on a man's penis coming off and then going to kill people. Oh my nice. god! Nice. What what's the one with the, the teeth, teeth and the teeth? Vagina? Yeah, teeth. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's teeth. actually not an awful film. Oh come on. Mine would be Severance with Danny Dyer. Oh, that's a classic. That's brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Or Green Street. Oh, oh Green yeah. Street. Ah, oh. and yeah. Football Factory, but to if, be fair. You know how we've got the nostalgia of loving Green Street? Yeah. Watch it again now. It's shit. Is yeah. it? Oh, it's so bad. Is it? Yeah. I, I actually like, watched it a few Charlie Hunnam's fucking Cockney accent. Oh, my God. He's from Manchester. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's woeful. I, like, but I love yeah, it. Frodo. Because, yeah. Frodo's yeah, exactly. In there. Elijah Wood. But I love it because I'm a West Ham fan. And when I was younger and I had a skinhead and I was 13, I wore a pink Lacoste polo. I was Fuck. like, yeah, I'm fucking yeah. from West Ham, ain't I? No, you're from Norwich, you little shit. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That has been our hour about films. If you are a film critic and you want to get in touch and let us know why we're right or wrong don't wrong yeah. <laughs> yeah. no one's gonna say we're right yeah. could not care less um, if i tried if you could tweet us actually at jack's happy hour and let us know what you thought of joke i'd be interested to know even if it's yeah. not even if it doesn't align with our views you're your own person you can have your own views go out there and express them unless you're a film critic then shut your fucking mouth this has been jack mates happy hour stevie yeah thank you very much that's all right jordan yeah Thank you very much. Pleasure. Jordan, let me ask you this before we go. Right. Have you been having any dark thoughts recently? <laughs> All I have are dark thoughts. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>